What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Today, we're looking at James 4. Um, the, the question that kind of hit me as we were talking about it was, how do we act when we don't get our way? Um, and again, when we look at James 4, I just want to remind you that we look at James 4 not in isolation, but in connection with the rest of the book. So you ask yourself, what, what was happening in James 3, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. James 2, James 1? What are the themes that he's been talking about? So, Bobby, do you want to kick it off and just read maybe the first three verses for us? I'm going to kick it off. Kick it off, girl. I'm going to read the first three verses. I think okay. that's best. <laughs> What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have, because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Okay, mm. so the very first verse of this chapter is this question: What causes fights? Mm-hmm. Why are you fighting, and why are you why are you quarreling? Yeah. In it, it says, um, "Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? Because you're not getting what you want." Mm-hmm. But in addition to chapter four, just look right back to chapter three, what we just got done reading yesterday, mm. and it's all about your language, our language, talking about how are we speaking about each other. Mm-hmm. On top of that, it talks about envy and selfish ambition and bitterness mm-hmm. in verses 13, 14, and 15 of chapter 3. So when you look at those things flowing into the conflict of whatever church James is speaking to, it's clearly caused some problems. Right. right? People aren't getting what they want. Mm-hmm. They're talking smack, talking dirt behind people's backs. They're jealous of each other. There's envy, there's bitterness, and we've got a problem. So if you look at, I guess... Verse 1, part B, says they come from their desires that battle within you. Now, we were talking about a, a, ch- a children's movie that the picture kind of came to mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were. You're right. It's, good. Um, it's a good movie. Have you? It's the movie Inside Out. Mm-hmm. And so why that's such a good picture is because the movie um, depicts the inside of this young girl's brain and really kind of the emotions that are kind of dictating, you know, what's going on. So it's this cartoon and the main struggle, I guess, is between joy and sadness. And there's also envy, anger, fear, I think are the other ones anyway. And, but that kind of has created this picture that was easy for us to reference when the Bible's talking about, um, our desires and the battle within us, how, how really there are just these loud, emotive voices, urges, desires that are within us that, um, I mean, that, that we can give ourselves over to, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if we're not going to step into, you know, Jesus way. Yeah. And we want to give you a ton of grace, give yourself grace because, you're not alone, and yeah, everybody, including your, your pastors, are leading the way with, with this battle between the flesh or the spirit. That's, those are kind of the words the Bible uses. The way of Jesus and the way that comes natural to us, that's not honoring Jesus. So Galatians 5 talks about it, the way of the flesh, and it gives all these nasty attributes. And then there's the way of the spirit, and that's like the fruit of the spirit. 
But in Romans 7, Paul also gives another really helpful passage. He says, In my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, and it's waging war against the law of my mind Mm -hmm. and making me a prisoner of the law of sin that's at work within me. So you just got to call a spade a spade. We're sinners. We got this battle that's going on within us, but we don't have to let our sin have the last say. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a Christian, you profess in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit lives inside you. Um, God talks about how he'll never allow you to be tempted beyond what you could bear. And so when you continue just in this passage in James 4, evidently this church ain't doing so well. If you look at verse 2, let's keep going. It says, you desire, but you don't have. So you kill. You covet, but you can't get what you want. So you quarrel and you fight. And you don't have because you don't ask God. So James is saying, not only is this not a solution, it's not the way of Jesus. So we got to change the way we're doing things here. And I'm not sure where you're at when you don't get your way. Um, I know for me, obviously, I'm very impatient. I'm like, not only do I not get my way, I want it and I want it quickly. Like, let's keep going. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. And so there's this, yeah. there's this fleshly reaction that comes at the cost of those around me. Oftentimes my family, people I'm working with. You know, it's a sharp, uh, sometimes just impatience. Like, all right, let's go. Come on, come on, come on. You know, it's not always like a cruel thing, but right. uh, it's not respectful. It's not kind. And it's not in the spirit, most importantly. Mm. Um, yeah. So you look at verse 3. That's good. Continues about, like, why don't we get what we want? Even, like, when we're, pri- we're crying out to God and we're praying. He says, when you ask, you don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives, that you will spend what you get on your pleasures. Mm-hmm. And so, Bob, like, talk to us about what's the other option here, beginning of our prayers. Right. Well, I think you've talked about that in sermons in the past. And I know that that's kind of when we've broken down the Lord's prayer, like that's the, the beginning part is, you know, how we should begin too. you know, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be our name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Yeah. And so the same goes, you know, when we're praying today that our prayers should begin with, you know, um, identifying and praising God for who he is and for what he's done and then submitting um, you know, ourselves, our family, our future, our friends, our plans, like submitting, submitting to him, all of those things to him, because he's the one that knows best. He's the creator overall, the cosmos. And so we, we identify that and then we, then we act accordingly. So we submit all of those things to him. And then it's from that place that, um, then we can make our requests mm-hmm. unto him. Like that's when, you know, we have that bended knee where our motives start to come in. We have heart alignment. Our yes. motives start to come into a line say, okay, father, you know, we remember who you are. We remember what you've done. Now, can you be with us in this? Can you help us with this, you know, with your requests? Mm-hmm. And that's what gets to the motivation. That's what he's getting at here in James mm-hmm. four. If you look at verse 3 again, it talks about how you ask with the wrong motives. And I say you, I mean we. We're in this with you. That you may spend what you get on your pleasures. And when I read that today, the story that came to my mind was Luke 15. And so I looked up the the language of it, Mm -hmm. and it is a play on words. Kind of nodding to the prodigal son in Luke 15, where the young man basically tells his father, Mm -hmm. I wish you were dead. Give me my inheritance. And then the the kid goes and blows all. He spends all of his inheritance on... Women, wine, gambling, who knows what else. And so that word spend is the mm-hmm. same word that's used there. Um, so I guess at the end here, we're asking ourselves, okay, then how do we change our desires? 
how do we change our tongue? If we're looking at James 1, 2, and 3 flowing into this these fights and quarrels when we don't get our way, mm-hmm. Bob, what, what, else, what does the passage tell us about following the Lord and kind of righting these wrongs? I think that's just the next part that kind of stuck out to us, and so this is kind of where we'll camp until we end, but it's verses 7 and 8, and they sound like this. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. And so that's kind of, and so I'll push pause there, but that's kind of, I guess, what stuck out to me in this chapter was, okay, there's these things going on and there's these, you know, fights, quarrels, and then just wrong desires, wrong motive. And verses seven and eight to me were sounding like we need to get back into heart alignment. Yes. But then, um, like submitting ourselves to God in, in all aspects of the word. So we submit in our prayer life, but then just in our day to day too. And so a lot of people have talked, maybe you've heard of the word holy habits. Um, but really what stuck out to me was pastor Ken's sermon yesterday. And there was this quote where he's talking about how, um, I think he was saying literally the same thing. Just continue to abide and position yourself near to Jesus. And he said this quote, I think that was from a D group. And it was um, that this man had a realization that really discipline um, is going to beat your motivation a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's kind of like the New Year's resolution thing where like we're motivated. It's January one. We're out. We're doing crunches. We're doing push up. You know, we're motivated. We are going to do this. But then, you know, by this January 17th, we're laying on the couch sideways eating Doritos. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, I did. I did. So how just discipline and how um, just the daily habits that you form that are positive. So whether, you know, there's triggers and you're coping and there's all kinds of ways that you could put it, but I'm just going to put it like James does what stick out to me is that you just daily come and submit, you daily come and surrender. Mm -hmm. And then you, um, verse eight, then you come near to the Lord because then we're promised that he's going to come near to us. And that's simply giving the Lord your day saying, God, I'm not sure what today's going to bring, but help me to honor you in everything that I say and do. I give you my family. I give you my circumstances. I give you my friends, my future. God, would you have your way? Going back to the Lord's Prayer, your kingdom come and your will be done. And you still are aware of what's happening. Uh, you still work hard. You can still prepare and discern and try to plan as best as you can and be a good steward with what you've got. But at how you begin, how we begin is saying, God, this is all yours. Help me with it. Mm-hmm. And when we start there, when we don't get our way, um, you're able to fall back on, well, I trust that God's got a better plan then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that hopefully avoids fights and quarrels, uh, envy, bitterness, selfish ambition, mm-hmm, and foul mm-hmm. language, which is what James is talking about. So that's all we got for you. James chapter 4. Hope you have a good day relaxing, and I hope you dive into the Word. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His countenance toward you and give you His peace. Have a great day.